Praise the Lord, people of God. It is indeed another day that the Lord has blessed us with according to his own goodness and his own mercy that is from everlasting unto everlasting. And for that, we are grateful. We praise God because it's whom, from him whom all blessings do flow. We praise him for who he is. He is God all by himself. He is uh, El Shaddai. El Shaddai, he is God over all. Elohim, hallelujah. The many names and wonders of God. He, you know, we call him Jehovah God. We called him our Jehovah Nisi, our Jehovah Shalom, God of peace. He's just all of that. He's just all of that. He said, I am that that I am. And whatever he is to you, that's what you promote him to be on today he is so undescribable but he said he simply said i am you know when moses went uh he sent moses into egypt to reclaim the children of israel and moses asked him god who shall i say sent me <laughs> glory to his name he said tell them that i am that i am hallelujah just think about that what is he to you on today i am I am your peace. I am your joy. I am your substance. I am everything that you need. I am. I am your benefactor. He is God over all. Isn't it good? Isn't it good to be a part of that? He said, "You shall. They shall call on me as their God, and I shall call them my people." And he said, "If my people, if we begin to call on Him." Know, turn from our wicked ways and this is where we are at you know while he is continually shaking this foundation as we see all these things these events is unfolding before our eyes god is just trying to get our attention getting our attention one way or the other repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and we're just like we have become the present day, John the Baptist. John the Baptist, the one that is crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. And we're in a wilderness state right now, uh, spiritually, because we are isolated doing this, this, this pandemic thing. But God is doing a creative thing with his people. He is teaching us and and we're on our knees we're on our face crying out to him repenting more so you know when the thing first come come into play and we didn't quite have understanding but god was enclosing us a wilderness experience is just simply isolating you giving you time giving you time to repent you know when the children of israel left egypt on that journey. It was an 11, 11 day journey that they went on. It, it shouldn't have took them but 11 days to get to where God was sending them to. But because they began to murmur and to complain and to rebel against God and the man of God that he sought to lead them, God allowed them to wander around that mountainside, my God, for 40 years and understand the same people that left Egypt. Uh, it wasn't but 
two that went over into the promised land, and that was Caleb, the out of the original, and that was Caleb. Caleb was one. Um, Caleb was one of them, and then also the one that came after Moses. Moses didn't even make it over because he allowed the people of God to anger him. He allowed the, them to anger him and God told him that he would not be able to set foot in the promised land with the people. So you have to be careful, you know, what we allow ourselves to, to get engaged with that draws our attention away from what God, the plan of God has for us. We're so quick to mumble and, and grumble about things, but God took them and set them in that wilderness and that's where we are now. So instead of complaining, we're going to seek God's face and seek our purpose and his plan for us right now. We're going to take advantage of this opportunity. And you, you know, worrying about being the in crowd and separate. You have already been separated because you are part of a royal royal priesthood. You ever wonder why you're growing up and even now you just couldn't fit in with certain people. You couldn't get in the clique. It just didn't feel right. And then when you fell short, you sin, you find yourself just crying and bawling out to Jesus, Lord, forgive me, always with that repentant heart. God had already set you apart. He set you aside for the very elect the very elect in which we see and now God got a remnant of people that he's going to use. Everybody can't do the same thing, but he would just like a special forces right now. You're fighting a, a spiritual warfare and our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but they are spiritual to the pulling down of strongholds. And it takes some prayer warriors to do that. We just told them the other week, we're just like Nehemiah. We're on that wall and we're building something and we can't come down in order to be distracted by some foolishness. Now, understand, as we said, the devil has already seen what God is leading you to. He already knows the results that he's going to come to and he sees you working. He sees God is using you. He's going to try to distract you to come down off the wall. Just like these people try to distract Nehemiah, his own people, tried to come up against him while he was building that wall of defense. Come down. And Nehemiah told him, I don't have time to deal with this. <laughs> there is work to be done, people. There's always work to be done. Therefore, being steadfast and being focused on the task at hand that God has you, you, you preparing you for while we're in this wilderness, preparing the way for the Lord. We have to stay prayed up. You have to fast. You have to seek. Stay on your face before the Lord. Be encouraged in all that you do. Be encouraged. David says, sometimes you even have to encourage your own self. Because God gave you the vision. He gave you the purpose. And everybody is not going to understand it. Even in the body of Christ. There are certain things God gives you to do that only you can do. 
That's why he called you. That's why he set you apart. But you got to be in position. What is that position? Isolated. To hear from him. He didn't. Uh, he's not going to send everybody to you to be a part of your circle. And know that people come in and out of your life is for a season and it's for a reason. You can't become dependent on others. You have to learn to stand. Learn to stand on your own. Understand Jesus had the whole crowd behind him the week before they crucified him. They was with them, even his disciples, 12 that he chosen, even down to Judas, was chosen. He was chosen to sit at the table, even down to him. Though your circle, God used people, seasonal purpose and a plan, but when he got ready to go up, God got the hill, my God go to Calvary. He was alone. He had help from Simon to get there with the cross, but the last steps of the way he had to go alone. It was only he could do what only he could do. Shedding of blood. We suffer but we suffer not to the shedding of blood. We pick up our cross and we follow him. That is the burden that we have to bear. But he, he bears the brunt because he tells us to come unto him that is laden with a heavy burden. He'll give us rest. So no matter what you're going through, as you're carrying that cross, you're not in it alone. He walked alone, but we don't have to. He has given unto us, hallelujah, his spirit, my God, that sustain us and keep us in all our ways. So we are ever so grateful unto him. Bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. Your wilderness is for a purpose and plan. Just position yourself to listen and hear what thus says the Lord. And hear what the spirit is saying to the church in this hour. You all be blessed. Be safe out there on today as you travel up and down dangerous highways and byways. Be mindful of the weather and the rain. God is still in control. In Jesus' name, we pray all things that we give glory till we meet again.